0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Tabas Samir. And before I start with my guest, Stephanie Holman from The Real Housewives of Dallas, I want to talk to you about my summer vacation plans, especially the ones I plan on taking with my family we are gonna be going down to the beaches of Fort Myers and Sanibel. And this is actually something we have done several times over the past 10 years, especially now that we have little nieces in the family. Because now we want a really wonderful family vacation, with wonderful island hopping, with nature, with shopping, and with beaches that aren't full of party-going college students. And that, for us, has been Sanibel and the beaches of Fort Myers. We go down almost every year, and we're able to enjoy a really nice, private, beautiful family vacation that's just so easy so relaxing, and some of my favorite memories with my nieces have been on these beaches. One year, there were fireworks. We went for the 4th of July, and there were fireworks on the beach at sunset time, and my niece was about maybe three years old, and I just remember her running down the beach toward the fireworks during sunset, and we were just laughing so so hard. And that's the memory that will stay with me forever. Just remembering her little feet running down the beach towards these fireworks on Sanibel Island. If you are interested in a vacation with culture, for example, the Edison and Ford estates are there. You've got the historic downtown Fort Myers. There's art galleries. There's shopping. One of the things I love doing is I wait to get My bathing suits and my hats and my sunblock, because you guys know I'm a dermatologist. I need to protect that skin. I wait to buy everything down there because they've got the Tangier outlets. They've got the Miramar outlets. There's so much shopping that sometimes I don't even pack a bathing suit or sunblock. I wait to get it down on the beaches of Fort Myers and Sanibel. I really, really encourage you to check it out. It's just one of these hidden, untapped locations that families go to for a beautiful, private, relaxing vacation. Check it out on their website. It's fortmyers-sanibel.com, F-O-R-T-M-Y-E-R-S-S-A-N-I-B-E-L.com. You can also check it out on the Lonely Family planet guidebook and you can learn everything about the beaches of fort myers and sanibel they're in southwest florida one of the best family vacations with memories that will take with me forever highly recommend it check it out and now i'm going to get to my show with stephanie holman from the housewives of dallas Welcome to Glamir. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabasamir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tabasamir. I have someone from the Real Housewives of Dallas. one of your fan favorites, Stephanie Hallman. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, I'm so excited to be here. You know, I'm excited for you to be here because it's a brand new franchise. You guys have hit the ground running, and this is a great way for everyone to get to know you before they watch everything that's gonna happen. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's exciting, and and I will say,
2: um, the fans have been so nice, and they're so supportive. So every week in the beginning, I was so nervous when yeah Mondays came around because I was scared of you know you have of what's going to tweet. happen exactly, and what people would say. But they've been so amazing and supportive, and well, kind it of cool. kind of
1: let's let's go back. It kind of makes sense that Dallas is joining in on the franchise. Like mm-hmm. it was sort of like should have been there after, like years ago because Dallas is. Dallas, you know? Yeah. It's big. Everything's big and it's opulent. You guys have really hit the ground running with this um, this this particular episodes because you guys came in blazing, right? You know, yes. We have some big personalities. Yeah. And I feel like- um, There's already been wine throwing in the face. <laughs> yes. There's already been arguments. It's just like you guys didn't waste any time getting to the point. No. Why is that? You know, I have no idea, but I will say that
2: everything that happened was, I mean, it just- something the girls did out of free will. So I yeah. feel like there were a lot of personalities that just clashed from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you just kind of get thrown into situations. Like I felt like, since Brandy's my best friend, yeah. a lot of There's it a I lot felt like I was her. just like thrown in because I wanted to take up for her. But at the same time, it was it's it was crazy. Because I'm not used to conflict and confrontation. So.
1: No, you seem really different than everybody else. Can we just back up and ask you, how did you get involved in Bravo's Housewives of Dallas. How did you get involved? You know, my
2: girlfriend was approached and gave them Brandy and nice I's name. And she was like, these girls are really silly and goofy. I think they'd be kind of a good fit for anything. So any you guys television. are almost like comic
1: relief Yeah. To, I mean, that's a good thing.
2: No, and we kind of went in there wanting to, I don't know, I just didn't want to go in there and be my representative for America and try to yeah. be perfect. And then, you know, a few seasons down the road, they see that
1: I was just fake. <laughs> so, yeah, which is what happens yeah, to a lot of the girls. Yeah.
2: So I just went in there and I was like, okay, I'm just going to be myself and you know whenever you're with your best friend I feel like it's a different you know
1: relationship that you have with other girlfriends so speaking of um are you nervous about sharing your like this is your best friend now you've got to do a tv show with her and what will happen is you're going to hear her saying things and you're going to say things Mm -hmm. that are going to come back later that might mess up the friendship
2: You know, I will say we have a really close friendship. I feel like our friendship's better than most people's marriages. Like, we have very good communication. Uh Um, Throughout the entire season, I feel like we were really there for each other. I think you'll see that our relationship is extremely strong. Um, So anything that came out, even during filming, we always, like, sat down and talked about it right off the bat and fixed everything. Because I feel like that's what happens, especially on these shows, is... You lose that communication. There's lack of communication, and then that's why feelings are hurt and people are upset. So we've always had a friendship where if Mm -hmm. something's
1: wrong, we immediately call each other. Are you kind of like, I don't know if you read the New York Post. Today, they had an article in the New York Post that basically talked about just the housewives and Bravo Uh, and how the women sign up for this, but their husbands and boyfriends don't. Yes. Okay? And... (laughs) They basically become villainized. The men do. Yes. They become. They've been. They've been accused of being gay when they're straight. Mm-hmm. They've been accused of being criminals, drug abusers, cheaters. What's how are you going to protect your family from that?
2: You know, I tried. I'm. <laughs> it's so weird. I always kind of hated that my husband traveled so much, mm-hmm. but during the show, I was so happy because. That you know, my family was the one thing that made me nervous. Like I have two precious boys. Yeah, and, and you have
1: sons. And, and every-
2: you know, my husband and he has a company, and he did not sign up for this. Although no. he's supportive and he'll play along with me. I want to. I want to make sure that he's you know somewhat protected. Right. Um. I. I don't know, but thank. Thankfully, I feel like you get a little bit here and there from people, but I just. He's amazing, and I feel like I shouldn't have to. You know talk about my marriage shit with anybody and yeah. you know make it okay if I'm okay with it then other people should be fine with my life you know do you think limiting amount of time he spends on TV is going to help you know i personally it i hope so like even further seasons i don't want i don't want him to be involved in any of the cattiness and i mean even for the reunion i I don't want him there because I feel like this is something I put myself into not mm-hmm. something I, w- I don't want him to get involved in girl drama that's yeah, silly
1: I know well that's what you see with a lot like when the men start getting involved yeah. with the girl drama then they are just as big of targets as the rest of the exactly. cast exactly and yeah.
2: you know I mean he has more than enough on his plate with this company than my issues with these women you know
1: and I do think that, um, I, you know, according to the Post article, it's just fascinating for me because I do see that we all fall into that. Like, there were a couple of the house husbands and boyfriends mm-hmm. that said that their careers have actually um, suffered mm-hmm. because of the way they were portrayed. Because they don't really have a way to defend themselves.
2: No, they don't. They don't. So I feel like, I, I, I don't know, I think a lot of men go on the shows and they want to be as involved in the filming as the women mm-hmm. but it's a show about women not about yeah. men yeah so i for me i just don't I, I feel like the best way to protect my family is to limit um the availability exposure. of them for the exposure because what they don't see, you know i feel like i mean i say really silly things mm-hmm. you know that i think are so funny in my little confessionals mm-hmm. and you know people are like oh my gosh if her husband went not racist, she, she said she was gonna murder him, so they think I'm like some murderer now. You know, people yeah. like, take any little thing you say and make bite. it huge. Yeah, yeah. absolutely,
1: the soundbites, that's what they make, all the news comes off of soundbites. Mm-hmm. So this season, you know, you've already kind of had, um, there's been some drama with some of the women. Um, you had a wine throwing incident where they were already on the, f- the streets yelling at each other. You've kind of managed to stay out of it? You know, by nature, I am not a confrontational
2: person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was just raised that way. I was raised in a small town, and whenever you live in a small town, you, I mean, you just don't have a lot of drama and bullying because the person has no knows friends. You. Yeah, I mean, it's just so small that everyone's pretty kind to each other. So this was the first time in my life that I've actually dealt with women that, you know, I don't know that I would not get along with in a normal situation. So how do you get along with them now?
1: How um, do you manage it? You know, I Because I, I take it you're not all good friends. No,
2: no, no, no. I mean Brandy and I are still best friends. Actually, she came to New York with me and just left this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Carrie and I work out together on Tuesdays and I talk to her some I've become really good friends with Tiffany Hendra. She's mm-hmm. really sweet and we have a lot of mutual friends. So mm-hmm. um, you know, and Marie, she's kind of a friend of the show. She's very sweet as well. You know, Leanne and I we don't really I don't know we're just so different. I feel like there's not a friendship there. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm one of those people like whenever you hurt me or whenever I feel attacked, it takes me a long time to warm up to somebody. Yeah. So I feel like it's something um that we're both going to have to go through. Like right now I'm not ready for a friendship with her because I don't feel safe and any, and, and kind yeah. of give us the
1: backstory in that. Why do you not feel safe?
2: Um, because I feel like there's a lot of drama, and I feel like there's. I feel like you for feel like us she's be, a lot of drama. I do, and yeah. I feel like she likes to control situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm a mother, and my focus is on my family and my boys. And any drama that happens on the show, or any anything that happens with a friendship with her and I, would take away from my being there for my children. It's. I, I just I own a lot of emotional yeah, energy. It is, it yeah. is. I mean, the scene where I got a drink, you know, thrown. I mean, I I think I cried for two days. I don't
1: even know why. I was just so emotionally exhausted from. And can you dealing take us back it. to what happened? Like, yeah. you know, how do you get a drink thrown at you? You're you're not <laughs> confrontational. No, you're not argumentative. How do you get a? Is this because there are
2: cameras there? You know, I feel like she, you know, her brandy kind of went back and forth. You know numerous times and I feel like she wanted me to take her side at that moment and Mm -hmm. I didn't and I think because you're trying to stay neutral yeah like um, I you know I mean honestly I'm probably more so with Brandy than you know like my loyalty is always to Brandy and um, so I feel like she just got frustrated and kind of took it out on me because I was
1: let's be honest I'm the weak link of the whole cast
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm the 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 emotional one one. yeah Yeah.
1: gotcha and people like to prey on the ones that are the nicer yeah so What's next now? Like, you've got this season coming mm-hmm. up. What are we going to see? You know, I think, you know,
2: for myself, I'm I'm actually excited because I learned so much about myself during this process. And I think you'll see that I get stronger and I actually have a voice more towards the end. Um, and it's honestly probably the first time in my life where I've had a voice in mm-hmm. drama and conflict. So I kind of, I learned a lot about myself and about, you know, relationships with women. Um, and, you know, Brandy goes through some really, tough real things. I think you'll get to know all of us on a deeper level and kind of understand why all of us are the way we are. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are some moments where we all do kind of bonding you know and connect. But I mean the drama is just starting because there's some crazy stuff that happens. Like what? So, um, Talk to um, I will without, say I know that you guys can't tell us
1: <laughs> what happens. I, but you can tease us. Yes, a little bit. so I will tease Your you and say want some teasing.
2: I will tease you and say that the um our little trip to Brady Nice Lake home in Austin, Texas uh-huh. um was probably the most insane experience of my entire life. And there's drama like you will not believe um that happens during that trip. Between you and Brandy? Um, no, actually, between not even Brandy and another cast member, but between uh, Leanne and somebody else. Oh, really? And it's it was crazy. It was a crazy experience. Interesting. Okay, so we're going to have to
1: watch for that, yes, right? Yes, you have to watch. Do you guys like juicing? Because I really like juicing. The problem I have with juicing is it takes up way too much time. And it gets expensive because I personally don't have time to go every week to buy fresh juices and juice them before they get bad. So a lot of times, it's the time that it takes that prevents me from juicing. So I'm so happy to have discovered something called Organifi. What is Organifi? Organifi is a nutrient-dense, supercharged, drink that's pre-made it saves time and I just take it every morning it takes like 30 seconds I mix it with some water I'm sure I can get really creative and try other things like other juicing kind of recipes but you know for time's sake I just mix it with some cold water and I drink it and it tastes really fresh and invigorating some of the things that it does for you is it actually gives you a huge nutrient boost right to your brain it's alkali which is great for your body to reduce inflammation and help with weight loss. It helps decrease stress also. And I'm a dermatologist, you guys know this, and this stuff is great for skin, hair, and nails. Um, Some of the ingredients in it are great for immunity if you find that you're feeling your immune system is taking a toll from stress and your environment, this is in short a great super juicing drink that you can do in 30 seconds every single morning. It tastes so refreshing and some of the ingredients are it. Wheatgrass, matcha green tea, turmeric, lemon, coconut water. This is just the best way to get all of these nutrient-dense ingredients in a quick, easy and tasty drink. Go to Organifi.com and check it out. It's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And listeners right now can get 20% off by using the code GLAM, G-L-A-M. I love this stuff. I've been drinking it every morning I feel great, and sometimes I've been drinking this instead of coffee, and I love my coffee. So check it out, Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. If you go now and enter coupon code GLAM, you're going to get 20% off. Check it out. I know you're going to love it. I've been loving it. It's an easy way for me to juice without spending all that money, and more importantly, cleaning my juicer afterwards. So check it out. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Tabas Samir. So going back to kind of your roots and things that you do have a lot of philanthropic kind of, mm-hmm. like I've been reading about what you do and I'm hope, I'm thinking that possibly being on Bravo is going to bring more attention to that, right? Yes. Is that what you're hoping for? You know, so what do you do? Like, to, can you talk about what charities and what kind of, cause I know you do one for domestic violence mm-hmm. and I would like to talk about that too. Yes. Yeah,
2: so, um, you know, whenever, before I met my husband, I was actually a social worker for six years. I worked for Head Start, mm-hmm. um, during the day and at night I worked for a homeless pregnant shelter called Madonna House. Wow. So I've always had, um, you know, a heart to give back um, since social work was kind of in my, my mom was a social worker and then I became a social worker. Um, So through, um, especially uh, the homeless pregnant shelter, a lot of the women that came to us were there because of domestic violence. So Mm -hmm. they were there and homeless escaping from a very negative situation. And I have a lot of friends that I have had very volatile relationships. So domestic violence for me is something that, you know, my husband's on the board of the largest domestic violence agency called The Family Place in Dallas, um, and I'm on the Women's Auxiliary Board. So it's something that um, we're passionate about because I feel like it's something nobody wants to talk about. It's like this thing that people think are just, you know, something with the you know within the home and you stay away from and you don't get involved. Um, but as a mother with two small boys, I want to be a strong voice for domestic violence, and I want to hopefully raise my children to be advocates as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then, you know... Uh, I've been a big sister with Big Brother Big Sister for nine years. I'm actually chairing the Big Brother Big Sister ball this October. So that's another one. I
1: love anything with children and women. Um, I, yeah, that's a great, yeah. yeah, because it's interesting hearing you talk about this because you you were a homeless pregnant shelter. Like, I can't imagine a lower kind of mental, emotional place for yes. women to be in than to have, and then on top of it to have probably the cause of it is domestic violence mm-hmm. in her home. Um, what do you do for these people in these shelters? Like, how are you able to help them?
2: So, um, whenever I worked at the um, pregnant homeless pregnant shelter, um, you you literally help them. First of all, they're pregnant, you help them with their pregnancy, um, and then you're helping them find housing and a job. And you, you know, give them medical care; they mm-hmm. have access. Okay. Yes, and everything's free. They live there, <laughs> um, so it's kind of a wraparound service for these women. And then also, if they are having issues uh, with domestic violence,
1: you're also working, you know, with the legal. system. system. System to try to help them, and it's interesting because the whole domestic violence thing. Like, okay, this whole O.J. Simpson thing Mm -hmm. came out, the whole documentary that everybody was watching again. There's so much history. Whether or not O.J. What you think about him, I keep thinking that people forget about the domestic violence part of all of this. Yes, like no matter what you think about, if he did it or if he didn't do it, he was domestically abusing her. Yes, absolutely. And people forget about that. Why is it? Why do you think that? Like, why do you think that's not becoming a bigger problem for us to tackle? You know, it's really it's weird. swept under the rug yeah. a lot.
2: I, I think people think it should stay within the house. I mean, even, you know, NFL players are these people that, you know, these guys that children look up to and mm-hmm. are put on a pedestal. Whenever they have something with domestic violence come out, it's not like, oh, my God, can you believe they're doing that? It's more, oh, can you believe they're just going to ruin their you know their NFL career it's not so much about the woman it's about oh
1: they just lo- it's just going to ruin their career it does seem that way it mm-hmm. seems like it's more about oh if you do that people will be mad at you as yes. opposed to what the hell did you just do exactly you know? exactly
2: I feel like and I feel like a lot of times it's the men that have to be the voice you know and that's why Do you think
1: it's a behavioral thing because you spend a lot of time helping these women do you think that women make excuses for that Behavior. I, th- I
2: think when and I'm not blaming yeah,
1: women. I'm just no. trying to figure out why it's not more of an issue when it happens. It seems like it's swept under the rug yeah. a lot. You
2: know, I think whenever it starts out, it's something that's very gradual. Mm-hmm. Um, so nobody, a woman does not meet, you know, her husband or the guy who's abusing her and the abuse doesn't start right away. I feel like it's something gradual. It starts with mental abuse. Exactly. Right? And emotional. I f- and I feel like the women get so emotionally beat down
1: mm-hmm.
2: um that they kind of look over things or they're scared. I mean, it's so scary if you think about it if you're afraid for your life and you feel almost trapped. Um so I don't know. I feel like I feel like a lot of women stay because they're scared and they feel alone and you know, whenever you have children, that's a whole you know, another issue where, you know, what is it's going to happen with my children. I can't leave them alone with this guy. And mm-hmm. so that's why I I respect any woman that has, you know, that stands up um, and takes care of herself and her children and gets and seeks help. And then, you know, and I do feel like, um, especially with the men, I think it's important for, you know, my, my husband like I said it was is on the board at the Family Place and He's I think on it's the board a, of what? The Family Place which is the okay. largest domestic violence agency in Texas and I think it's important for men to stand up. Yeah. and
1: show other men that that's not okay. Right. It's just bizarre to me because I you know I was watching it and you know when I was when it was happening the OJ Simpson thing mm-hmm. I wasn't really I mean I knew that he'd hit her but we were so much younger. Yes. And it just was become. It became like a circus, and mm-hmm. I don't, I never really watched it. Until, it was younger, you know. I don't. I don't really remember it. So now I'm watching it, and as I'm watching everything, I'm looking at the fact that people never really focused on what he did to her. No. The, the violence toward her, and so it's just like, why is that? And it started to, kind of think about that more frequently now that mm-hmm. I'm older. How is it that that was never really seemed to be. A such big, a big issue. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I really think it's
2: just something that people are so uncomfortable talking about Yeah, that they just, uh, it's almost easier to turn a blind eye than, than be honest about what's going on right. with other people.
1: So what are kind of the next, like I know that for example, you do the domestic violence. Mm-hmm. That's one big thing that you do. Yes. Are you hoping that with your Bravo TV kind of um, exposure and platform, what are you hoping to do with that next?
2: You know, I, I kind of went in just to do something with my best friend have mm-hmm. do and do something for myself. I was a mom, you know, and I had given up my career to, you know, just spend time with my family, and it was all about my husband and my children. So um, I would love to, you know, put a voice on causes that I'm very passionate about. Mm-hmm. And then also I'm hoping that, um, you know, I can bring a softer side to reality TV because I feel like yeah. so many people just think it's, you know, throwing glasses well, and doing because, tables. Well, because
1: because when you know when you say like uh, the the one thing that your show mm-hmm. is known for right now is how quickly it escalated. Yes. Because I think you know some of the other shows, it took a little bit before like, people got before people yes. got because you got to see them being funny with each mm-hmm. other, laughing with each other, and then going in because of some true conflict. Yes. It seems like shows now just start with the conflict. Mm-hmm. And the problem I have as an audience person is, well, I don't know you guys. So you can't. Yeah, so, so I you don't feel whatever. I don't feel one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, when I, I could tell you when Bethany um, and Jill Zarin were best friends, just going way back, and then they had their fallout, you were very emotionally invested. Yes, absolutely. Now it just seems like people are trying to just go in. And I just as a viewer think to myself, well, I don't really care. <laughs> no, no, no. And I don't really care. Yeah. Like who cares if they're fighting? I can watch that on any channel. So how are you going to make a difference? You know, I mean, for me, I
2: don't really feel like I get into a lot of the fights. Yeah. Um but I wanted to show more of a silly side, like I'm very goofy and I tr- a more try positive to be side. Funny. Yeah, like maybe a more positive mm-hmm. silly side. I feel like You know, I feel like entertainment's more than fighting. I feel Mm -hmm. like it can also be, you know, something. Exactly. Just women going through their life. You know, I am a mother and I deal with children that don't always behave, and I feel like. I,
1: I actually like the fact that you know what I TV miss. Struggle. You know what I miss about the housewives franchise? What the spending of the money? Like yes. I really like. It's not necessarily a you know how I look at it. Like if I'm gonna watch TV, why don't I jump he, into like a fantasy? fantasy world? Absolutely. I don't need to watch people fighting. I get that all mm-hmm. the time anyway. So if I'm watching, like you know, you remember way back when in the Jersey Housewives, they were paying for everything. Yes, and buying and the houses. And, 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 yes. I love that, and no. I feel like Dallas,
2: you owe that to us, Dallas. Yes. Well, <laughs> uh, tonight's episode, I do get a very very
1: nice I heard. Uh, and I, <laughs> so let's talk about, you get a beautiful bracelet. There's, uh-huh. I want to see that opulent Dallas yes. lifestyle, no, you know, I the oil money, yes. and, you know, I love
2: that. I completely agree. And you know, Dallas is, has so much money and yeah. I, yeah, so I completely agree. And it's so funny because we were... I always filmed with Brandy, and we would always end up filming at our homes. I'm like, oh, my – and then I would see other girls filming, and they'd be at, like, restaurants and shopping. I'm like, why
1: can't we do that? Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's kind of funny because it'd be nice to be able to see that. It's just been such a great – it's been a really great response, and people have really liked you. And I think that, you know, as, as we kind of see things develop and unfold, we'll get to know a little bit more of the stories. Yes, but um, it it was it's just such a fabulous um, you know show. Oh I my think gosh! It's a great thank you finance. so much. So what's what's re- what are we going to see next for you? Like, where are you going to be putting your attention towards these next few months?
2: Um, you know, I'm just honestly trying to get through the reunion. That when are you guys me, me the reunion? Um, the twenty, uh, like the month. Uh, this month, later in the month, um, so May. Uh huh. Are you nervous about that? You have no idea.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it keeps you awake at night. <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, I'm really scared. I'm like I would this, need yeah. therapy. Like I, we never did a reunion show because we all got along actually. Because ours was not the same as what uh-huh. you were. But like I, you know, just it just it's 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 like you watch these reunion shows now, and it is absolute like torture.
2: It, that it is and I'm nervous because I feel like a reunion show is kind of everyone trying to be
1: yes, you know, a right
2: fighter like they just want to be right and they will do whatever it takes
1: to prove their point well, and everyone's offensive mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so. so you're filming that and that's going to be filmed they are going to come out to Dallas to film it there no right? we're actually filming it in New York are you really uh-huh. oh interesting so that's going to be in the month of May right mm-hmm. and then the next couple of weeks the next couple of episodes what's happening with you that you can tell us? You know, I, I only
2: see episodes four days in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I know I throw my husband a very fun birthday party at so one So do we
1: get to see you doing some of your philanthropic work on your on the show? Do you they know, show that side of you?
2: They you know, they don't and this is why I felt like for me. Um, the organizations that I'm a part of, it's something I do for myself, and I don't want to ever exploit my giving back because then mm. it becomes less about...
1: It becomes more It becomes more about me. I can respect that.
2: Yeah, and I I don't know, and I feel like, for for me, it just, I never want to take away for why I do It's yeah. like, I don't mind going to events and raising awareness, but I never want to make a show about my life about, oh, look at what I do, look at what I give, look how much money I give back to the community because I feel like then it becomes... It's not really about the giving, it's about me you know, like doing a grandstand. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is not So some it'll be interesting because you are definitely not confrontational. I mean no. that's what you said. Yeah. You don't like to fight. Mm-hmm. Um and you're very much you're being very real in terms of when you do charity, you're doing it for the charity, mm-hmm. you're not doing it to grandstand. So you're kind of different than yeah. what we're seeing, what we're used to seeing. Yes. So I feel like it'll be really great to see how you unfold and how things happen with you.
2: Thank you. Because
1: for me it'd be nice to have somebody else out there who is not always, you know, has to be the center of attention, mm-hmm. stirring things up. We need some of those people too, but it's just nice to see the people that aren't and how they respond to problems.
2: Thank you. No, I mean it's like I said it's it was a learning experience. I learned more about myself in one year than I probably did my entire life, which is kind of sad, right? Are you going to do it again?
1: You know, Would you do it again? Are you um, still deciding?
2: It's 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 been such a crazy. You know, it's a. I always say it's kind of a family decision mm-hmm. because it's not only me. It's my husband and our children, and and I kind of want to see. It'll be something that I talk about with my husband. Honestly, I'll probably talk about it with my husband and a therapist. Yeah, uh, we actually went to therapy the entire time we were filming, mm-hmm.
1: just because I didn't I want. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I was
2: just like, it's it's so unknown.
1: There's because gonna be it's a lot a of drama. huge stress yeah. on a marriage. I mean, look at, look at how many marriages have, like, you know, really taken a hit because of the filming.
2: no. and i and I just never wanted to lose sight of what was important in my life because it's just a show. And mm-hmm. the moments that I had with those ladies, I mean, it happened in my life, but it's not my life. My life is my family and my children. Yeah. and, you know, the important, you know, the amazing friends that I've had for so long. and I um so we did the entire time we filmed. um we were in therapy like once a week just to make sure that,
1: nothing Did that was said
2: being in therapy it, it helped so much because i feel like even with the women i could go and if i was having a hard time i could you know talk to the therapist about it mm-hmm. and it was a way for me to unload a lot of the stresses i had or you know any any problems that Travis and i wanted to talk about and it was it was a neutral party and um and it was very i mean what does Travis think
1: about this show
2: he is so supportive.
1: What um, does he think about the show? He, I mean, he... <laughs> supportive is great. He's so supportive. But I want to know, yeah. what does he think I about mean, the show? I mean,
2: I, I, I will say that he...
1: Um, he's clearly supportive. I can yeah, tell by he's looking like at right him. Here. Hi, Travis. Say hi. I know. You know. I, <laughs> but what does he think? Like, is this something that he is telling you? Like, what can you tell me without... I mean, I will say that... Um, I mean, I would say he's supportive in the
2: fact that um, he loves that I was true to myself. Mm-hmm. And he does think that, you know, Brandy and I are, are hysterical. And he thinks it's a good thing for me to do for myself. And, and it's, I bet and he's very protective. Fun. But he's so protective. Yeah. And that's another reason, mm-hmm. you know. Because I know <laughs> if it were me,
1: because I have a sister. When I was yes. on when my show, my sister turned into my mom in, mm-hmm. in a way because she was kind of angry at yes. me for putting myself in a situation that I didn't have to put myself into by being on TV. Yes. So it was very hard because I really wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And there were times where I was just, oh, why did I do this to no, myself? all the time. And her response was like, how can you expect me to feel bad because mm-hmm. you did this? Yes. So it's, it's, it's like you're selling, dancing with the devil a little no, bit. No, <laughs> it is.
2: And, you know, and I'm emotional, unfortunately, yeah. probably for him. But I will say, you know, even you read, you know, things that people write about, you know, that your castmates write about you. And oh, there, sometimes yeah. it's so hurtful. And, yeah. And um, like because, two you know, three, you're yeah. not playing somebody else. No, you're I'm playing not, yourself. I'm just being myself. Yeah. And so Travis called and he was going to go to the gym and I answered the phone. I was sobbing and mm-hmm. he was like, OK, I'm going to be home in two minutes. And he literally came home and just helped me. And that's. Yeah. So in a really crazy sense, I feel like it's made my marriage stronger. Yeah. Because my husband has been my soft place. And I right. j- hadn't ever really needed one until this year. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's made me appreciate him more. That's great. Yeah. Sorry, see? I'm about to tear up. But no, I
1: really appreciate you. Oh, that's so, so She <laughs> is tearing up. I'm going to make you cry. No, I know. <laughs> I know. But see, that's a good thing is no. a silver lining because it's, a, it's brutal. I think people don't really understand that this is a tough it's a to be on TV. People always say, you knew what you got yourself into. You really don't. Oh, I had no idea. Nobody does.
2: And we didn't know as housewives. So yeah. it was just oh, such a... Oh, you
1: didn't know. That's we right. You didn't in. know it was yeah. going to be house. Did that freak you out when you found out?
2: You know, whenever they called us, um, it was it was overwhelming. It was great, were
1: you like oh shoot, I don't know if I want to do this. I mean,
2: <laughs> I just kept thinking of everything that I said. That you know, I mean, I was like, wait, I probably should have been a little bit more Beverly Hills and not so Beverly Hillbillies during the filming. Um, but it was, but I'm glad I didn't know because I feel like wait, I would have censored wait a myself
1: during the filming. So the whole time you were filming, and we you had no idea, even when you were filming it.
2: No, we thought it was just going to be like you know the little engine that could show on Bravo. We, I, we had no idea what it was called and. Even while you were filming all of these scenes? No, the entire time. We did not find out we were Housewives probably until four months after we wrapped. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. That's juicy. Usually people know that they're in a Housewives franchise. No, we found out the day before our title shoot, and the only reason they told us was because... You know, we had to hold the star, and they probably would. So they told us because we had to film the
1: next day. Because you had to film your promos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's say Real Housewives of Dallas. Yes. (laughs) It's crazy, but we had no idea. Wow. Okay. So that's that's news to me because I didn't know that you didn't know. I thought that during the casting process you didn't know. We had. But then you found out when you signed the contract. What did your contract say? Just said I'm untitled. It was called How to Make It in Dallas. Was
2: you know it was just like the running title. So they never had a title the entire time we were filming.
1: That's insane.
2: And there were you know talks about maybe doing ladies of dallas like after we had wrapped as
1: well and then it turned into raw housewives well here you are so there you go well there you go buckle up everyone <laughs> <laughs> you are an absolute joy to be around you're Thank such a sweetheart you. i'm glad that your husband's here and i'm glad i got to yes. see you tear up because there's some real love here can you please tell everybody how to find you on social media and and any kind of yeah
2: absolutely so um my name is stephanie holman and um uh, Twitter or I'm sorry Twitter and Instagram at Steph Holman you can find me there and then um Facebook Stephanie Holman so real easy and, <laughs> and real housewives yeah, of, of Dallas, Dallas. Um, and you can find more about us on Bravo TV there are a lot of great
1: clips and bios um, and you guys air on Mondays yes at 10 10 9 central okay fat uh-huh. well thank you guys thank for you so much I wish I really you the best it. of luck and maybe maybe we'll get to hear from you after the reunion I would love that, yeah, that maybe like a good. puddle it'll be yeah. it, we'll do therapy <laughs> we'll have a Kleenex box here yes. and everything
2: okay it'll be good. thank you so much thank Stephanie. you I appreciate it
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance